0: Welcome to the third edition of the Anime Book Club, covering JoJo's Bizarre Adventure two episodes a week. I'm Pat, joined by Matt. How's it going? It's going fine. I'm here. Oh my, these these episodes, man.
1: Yeah, we have, we have a lot of hubris
0: taking it on these two. I know. We there was a period of time where we're like maybe three a week, and after this, I'm like, I I won a week. <laughs> They're dense.
1: JoJo wasn't afraid to just drop exposition whenever it feels like it.
0: It's like a lifetime in two episodes. So jumping into this, episode five, The Dark Knights. So we open up, we're in a wind night lots. We kind of get the backstory of the town. It was a place where knights were trained. It's now like a prison coal mine. That is the fate of this town. And uh, the narrator is nice enough to let us know that it is 517 prisoners who are about to be doomed.
1: That was the best part of the narration, was like, and they're all about to die.
0: Like they don't even let you be like, what could possibly know they're this is gonna be messy? It's going to be bad and in fact in a similar kind of way in a, in a clashing of tones uh the the team is walking into the town jojo's looking around he remarks that everything seems kind of normal and before he can finish that thought we hear a scream and it has been revealed that Zappelli has tried to pinky promise speed wagon and it's gone horribly wrong you think he did that on
1: purpose He didn't seem to have
0: much sorrow a hundred percent a hundred percent or maybe maybe Speedwagon just doesn't have uh, it doesn't have the skill for it. the peace inside of himself to breathe for him on. It's great. Speedwagon is clutching his stomach. The pinky promise has gone terrible, and he uh, does not receive anything close to powers. And then, before you can even deal with that, this, I don't even know if I can do this justice. A child propels himself at high speed with a catapult flinging past the team and perfectly grabbing a briefcase full of money was it a catapult it was so weird to, hard to make out well he he's like tied to a rope that somehow is it was like the, a spring-loaded um pole vault kinda yeah it just I want to call it a catapult even though he's like he's just tied a rope to himself yeah. and somehow it has like when he cuts the rope it has the tension he shoots by like a bullet and somehow safely grabs a suitcase it's it's wild and in fact a uh, speed wagon that bemoans the fact that that is the briefcase full of money all the money they have literally the only thing they're carrying too question they were gonna go to this town to fight vampires why did they need a briefcase full of money you know to the pay people
1: who uh help them fight i don't know i got no excuse
0: it seems real optimistic where it's like well, we're gonna spend a night at the inn we're gonna see a show but the only thing in there was money too Oh, my goodness. You know what? I don't even know why I'm digging in on this, because here's the thing we're probably going to spend 45 minutes talking about. Uh, the child has flung himself across a, a pond or a lake is on the other side of it. <laughs> After seeing this, Zepelli, uh decides to use some of his Hamad magic. He touches the ground. And then I just wrote this like coming to get your girl style just who, who, like yeah. making this amazing sound like runs once, across the water
1: once again baron Zapelli proves that he is the manliest man in jojo history
0: it is absolutely incredible i'm gonna and, find
1: it hard to believe anything's gonna top how manly baron Zapelli is and anything in jojo after this it's
0: incredible like i don't even know if you could accurately like how would you describe his water run it's like a it's like a tiptoe yeah i don't know like i don't know how to It's a very Japanese kind
1: of tiptoe, too, because you've seen it in, like, other animes when someone's trying to be, like, a little silly and stealthy
0: at the same time. Oh, that's a good point. It almost does look like he's sneaking. There's really high
1: steps with the tiptoes.
0: And, like, but he's doing stuff with his arms, and with every step, he's
1: going, ho, 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 ho. Wait, that's the breathing. It's the haman to get him across. Yeah. And Jojo wasn't doing that, which is why he was supposedly knee-deep in the water, even though it looked like he was only ankle-deep.
0: Yeah, they that did, that did seem like a wrong line to me. So Jojo makes it across as well. He jumps in using Haman, but he's a big boy who don't lift. Actually, Zeppel even tells him, you got to lift your knees, son. Like, that's why his he was kind of sinking through. He still does make it across the water. And the two of them make it over together. They see that the kid is, like, climbed up, like, a hillside and both of them completely nonchalant about the fact they've been mugged they're Uh, in
1: this yeah they're in that uh they're in that stance we've seen it before like when dio and jojo were bedside with the dying father yeah it's like where they're you know shoulder to shoulder big burly men just kind of these nonplussed faces
0: it's like there's there's real big like well will you look at that energy throughout this whole scene yeah (laughs) <laughs> and they basically like it's it's a crazy moment because like they kind of look at each other and Jojo like charges up his overdrive and taps the side of the hill and they debate like I think it's too over maybe it's not so what he's done is he has zapped him on energy up it and it causes a mini explosion that throws the child off the side and into uh <laughs> Jojo's waiting arms
1: the way he tapped looked really cool though like a little ghost motion Yes,
0: it was such an awesome style. Like, it's that kind of thing where, yeah, you could kind of see an after image of his hand. Yeah, that's the the word. And it goes back. JoJo is extremely capable really quickly. But similar to every moment in this episode, before you can really think too much about this, JoJo, like, kind of takes a look at the kid. He's like, man, this kid seems kind of messed up. The the kid's asking some kind of like, he seems just kind of spacey. Yeah,
1: he didn't know what was going on.
0: Yeah, and Zappelli's like, oh man, you wouldn't believe it, but we're in a trap. Nice catch! (laughs) The camera then pans. And this normal, up until this point, this completely normal looking island is apparently a graveyard. (laughs)
1: Those graves were not there a second ago.
0: They totally weren't. I have no idea if maybe they were all under some form of hypnosis or something. But yeah, and then zombie hands start coming out of the ground and then what i can only describe as a continuity error Speedwagon is somehow next to them completely dry (laughs) like he didn't swim over how did he get there he's there and yelling god it's hard so much i feel like almost nothing
1: happened in this episode after i finished watching the next one so it's hard to remember yeah how much just happened here wasn't he on the edge of the water when he was complaining about being useless
0: it's like they go run across, they do the run across the water thing, the most mm-hmm. stylish episode of Naruto ever, and they leave him back there. Right. Like there's no bridge or anything. How does he get over there?
1: God, you're right. Naruto wishes he could cross water like that.
0: Boy, he does. Boy, he do. But yet, yet again, before you can even think about Speedwagon being over there and how he's yelling, it immediately turns to night instantly. <laughs> the sun like plummets out of the sky. Night has happened. Baron points it out. Yeah. And then Dio shows up looking like a boss.
1: On top of giant stone pillar, very anime.
0: Yeah, where were those pillars?
1: <laughs> they were
0: behind the graveyard. Aren't I, you paying attention? I guess so. But yeah, Dio shows up and then I have it in my notes. It's zombie time. This is this is the moment. I, I know this is a
1: dumb uh, line in the sand to draw here, <laughs> but it feels like up till now, we haven't really had magic in JoJo. <laughs> that's a good point because it's like everything's like well it's it's all physically like it's all really stupid if you want to you got to really bend your your disbelief here but you know it's like come on energy it's like a chi kind of thing it's not magic it's biology and it's like the the mask you know unlocks human potential it wasn't magic it was just sort of ancient stuff you know yeah and then all of a sudden dio's a straight up necromancer
0: yeah he is risen all of the all of the graves in the town he has it's turned is his own. Asked them to come up. It's it's crazy. Then one of my favorite things in the world, Speedwagon cuts a promo about everything that's happening around him, and they have this incredible computer wallpaper happen right before your eyes where Dio's in this awesome pose and it turns like purplish and he looks rad. And then we get a a line I just had to write down from Speedwagon. Uh you repaid Sir Joe Star's love with bloody betrayal. <laughs> I love
1: Speedwagon. I love he's, Speedwagon. He's, he's a great hype man. Who's At this point, I think he was looking straight at Dio and doing his, uh, the line where he finally acknowledges where, wait, I haven't done anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Speedwagon, <laughs> Speedwagon does a lot of thinking out loud in this moment. Uh, we get, they get repleting basically recapping the plot and then kind of doing the mental math that like, whoa, if things are this bad, Dio really shouldn't have that mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, They then reveal that the name of the boy is Poco. Uh, I hope everyone's ready for a lot of Poco time because he's not going anywhere. Is
1: that where the name come from? Because I didn't catch that and just started using it in the second episode. Yeah.
0: This is where his name is revealed. Was
1: I supposed to know he was Poco?
0: Yeah, he's like, my name's Poco. And I actually wrote in my notes because he was then impressed by everything going on. And I went, this kid better not try to take Speedwagon's job. Uh Uh-oh. This child is far too hype, Matt. He should step off. And then I have to imagine you dug this Zappelli makes eye contact with Dio starts taunting him. And in the Japanese, in the Japanese language, he then switches in in English ends his taunt with, hey, baby.
1: Yep. I, I've kind of been wondering of the English that's sprinkled in. Like, I know it's pretty popular for them to do just in an in, in anime in general, like the sprinkle in English words here. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering if it in this case, it isn't serving the purpose of making him seem more English to the Japanese audience maybe you know just sort of like what the version of an accent would be
0: oh that might be the case i mean it's real weird because like, i think in the manga they literally wrote the english words hey baby mm, yeah so it could be that rock star attitude too because there's like a big like a lot of rock and roll influence well
1: all the ones he says are kind of very like a nice catch yeah and, hey baby
0: <laughs> hey baby dio does not answer to any of these taunts refuses to give the high ground and does what I can only describe as sends bad vibes back in their direction. <laughs> yeah, he did. He like he like open. He shows them the palm of his hand and the Zapelli's like, oh my god, this terrible energy. It's quite an attack. It's quite an attack. Uh, they then, finally, the moment I kind of teased in the last episode, Dio uh, talks about how awesome he is, but shows that he's still got a, a midriff scar. He lifts up his shirt and points at his midriff scar where he got uh, stabbed by the statue. And we get the famous exchange where Zappelli asks him how much how much blood he's had how much blood he's drank to heal his scars, and Dio nonchalantly answers, "How many slices of bread have you eaten?"
1: Did you say that was supposed to be like a mistranslation thing? Or
0: so in the because there wasn't really for the longest time there wasn't an official release of the manga in America. Uh Uh, The fan translation instead of writing slices of bread, they just wrote breads. Mm. so he goes how many breads have you had and that's okay. something that jojo fans would say to each other
1: okay because i was wondering because i thought that line seemed pretty i thought that line was great yeah it's a great line that, that just, was straight up for me it was tuesday it was the it was yeah. the tuesday moment
0: oh that is a good tuesday line how many slices of bread? he's bringing up the wonder bread uh, we then have in what i my notes uh Zepelli versus dio time uh before we get into this how excited are you for them just to have the Zappelli fight dio like off the bat
1: I mean, Zappelli's my man right now. It's great It's great to see him in action until it, until we got there.
0: <laughs> until we get the, you're right. This seems like we're going to a great place until it happens. Uh, Zappelli uh, easily jumps up the pillar, lands a solid clean hit on Dio's hand, it, and, and so much so that it like, rips Dio's like shirt, but magically out of nowhere, Dio now has ice magic. He freezes his hand, freezes Zappelli's arm, and explains... Like, without even really knowing what Haman is, he's like, well, it seems like your blood, you've got, like, magic sun blood That doesn't work if I freeze it. Mm -hmm. But Theo is
1: an expert of anatomy with all that education he had, remember?
0: Well, yeah, he was just like, I could control... He does give, like, a science mumbo-jumbo where it's like, I remove all the moisture from my hand and that causes uh, some sort of thermodynamics. So it's not ice magic, it's science. Thank you for calling me out on calling it magic.
1: I mean, other than the necromancer stuff... (laughs) <laughs>
0: never never tried to bother with that told to me about the zombies but here's how the science works with this You do they not have a moment where he's like well we're there's enough brain matter left in those things to get him to move around
1: from a distance without even taking down to touch them <laughs> it's so
0: great so then uh dio is just about to kill zapella he's got him like dead to rights he's frozen his arm he can't move and is about to hit him again. And JoJo kind of like...
1: Oh, the Angry Bro three-way.
0: Yeah, this is, this is so crazy. Like, JoJo slides his hand in between Dio's hand and Zapelli's hand, so he can't get his other arm. And they float like this for, like, a for long hour. time.
1: Uh, may- correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like half the episode <laughs> was this, this binding that they're in.
0: It, it's a long time. I think this is a case where if you're drawing a comic... You could just have them up there, and there's a lot of word balloons. Like, they forget it. They forgot to like animate them, like slowly falling down or something. Like, JoJo can just fly, straight up fly in this moment. And he's got Poke, uh, Poco on his back. Right. Uh, but JoJo thinks that um, because he is, is forming a buffer wall between Zappelli and Dio's hands, that he and, he and Zappelli can kind of like double team blast through it. Unfortunately, ice magic or the, the thermodynamics of it all is too good uh and Dio starts freezing Jojo's hand and Zapelli's answer is to try to kick Dio and Dio's answer is to use his free hand to like finger claw and just mm-hmm. destroy zappelli's knee
1: once again it was the kick the power <laughs> of the mighty Jojo kick is how he solves everything
0: that's the thing it's like Jojo knows how to kick Zapelli shouldn't have tried to kick he should have tried he shouldn't try to spit why didn't he spit why didn't he spit? You spit before? Am I forgetting a spit? Yeah, that's how he beat that's how he uh, fought Jack the Ripper. He, he, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. He spit on him. <laughs> Which is a great line to say. He beat Jack the Ripper with spit. <laughs> he does not spit on Dio. He does not spit on Dio. Uh then one of my favorite lines of this two episodes, uh, Dio mocks the whole concept of Haman and says, if you're gonna huff and puff, you may as well huff and puff into trumpets to play my fanfare. <laughs> He's just a great character. Dio's the best. <laughs> He's really, he is so good. He's a wonderful heel. It's just perfect. He's really, I hope, I'm glad you said heel because I got a lot of wrestling notes throughout this. Oh, there we go. To continue this, now that Dio is for, is easily shown that he is too high class for our heroes, he summons Tarkus and the Black Knight of Blueford out of the ground.
1: God, did we already break the bind at this point before?
0: Yeah, so when okay, yeah, it, uh, I guess I could have been clear about this, when he breaks Zapelli's leg, he's so unimpressed that he throws them to the ground. Right.
1: God, I just feel like that bind was so was so long. They were they were all just kind of to locked together, the three of them.
0: It's a crazy moment. It feels really really long. But here's the thing: there's a lot of episode still this, to go. Yeah, I mean, there is in the air. <laughs> so we we're introduced to two new characters, Tarkas and Blueford who have come out of the ground in an amazing way they've created a new like hunk of rock that jojo sitting on top of the tarkas is holding up with one finger and then it is announced by dio that these are the knights of mary stewart which we will get into detail very very <laughs> soon but not yet
1: okay holding off on that
0: i know it, it feels like this immediately happens but dio gives a little teaser it's like hey stick around stick around we're gonna have a history lesson maybe not be courage
1: good i really remember it diving straight into the exposition
0: nope because a better thing happens matt so zapelli is just lamenting the fact that now it's two on one to jojo but he's got this messed up frozen hand and goes ah. if only i could warm up my hand i could use my <laughs> healing powers and upon hearing this Speedwagon goes i've got an idea he opens his shirt slams Zeppeli's frozen arm on it and then says use my body like a sailor would put his limbs inside of a dead seal
1: the hype man Turned out to be a made of fireman.
0: He's so great. And he's why like, is he so hot? There was no explanation for <laughs> well, it's it. It's just human temperature. If you've got like a, if you get like put dry ice on human skin, was it, he was glowing red and there was a sizzling sound. That was the power of the promo, my friend.
1: What if he was actually unnaturally hot because of how Zappelli messed up the Pinky Promise?
0: Oh my God. Yeah, maybe that is. Maybe he does have some Haman powers he didn't realize.
1: This, something is unexplained with just how well that works. And meanwhile, we, we got this beautiful close-up of uh, Speedwagon's face this whole time. This, that, that crying scream he always does. Yeah.
0: Like, my body, hates she'll save you. This is my idea. I love the fact that he even admits he's basically being a Tauntaun. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, like, he, that's what he says. <laughs> he's not like, I will save the day. He's like, use me like a dead animal. Put your arm inside of me. Wait, just play chest. Hold on, just do this. But I mean, to argue against that point, though, he does heat up Zappelli for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this isn't like instant healing. While that amazing moment is happening, uh, Blueford reveals that his long flowing hair, he can actually control it. He grabs Jojo by the arm and then starts drinking Jojo's blood through his hair. The macabre dance. Oh yes, he calls the macabre dance. And then we get yet another, like this is a bad episode for Haman because Jojo tries to Haman the hair and it doesn't work. Right. Which just makes me feel like they've never actually taken Haman on the road. Is this the first real field test of Haman? It is for Jojo. Yeah. And then we have kind of like a, a mean moment where they they cut back, like the hair drinking thing is happening. We cut back to Zappelli and Speedwagon and Zappelli, you know, starting to feel his fingers is like, Speedwagon, I gotta give it to you. I figured you were a coward and you were just gonna run away and not hold my frozen <laughs> hand against you.
1: But now we're heat bros.
0: We're heat bros now. You gotta get, this episode just moves so quick. So whilst Jojo is being blood drunk by Blueford, Tarkas shows everybody that he's got a big old sword, which Speedwagon immediately compares to Jojo's exact height. Out loud.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, we got the exact height of Jojo from that. Yeah. What was he, it, like, just a little near six foot five, I it, think? It, it was like
0: 195 it, centimeters. Like, Speedwagon, a, number American? one... Oh, in America, I didn't. I didn't do the. I, I did the math. I'm a. I'm a bad host. <laughs> but I just love the fact that Speedwagon keeps JoJo's. Like I don't remember how tall I am or most of the people I know, but Speedwagon, he knows JoJo's exact measurements and is screaming them out to his enemies.
1: He knows his chest width. I'm sure.
0: Oh my gosh! And then even better, man. I. I should yet again. There's just so much that happens. On seeing both of these guys, is I guess maybe Speedwagon wasn't paying attention. He was busy with the arm stuff. He looks at Blueford and Tarkas and says, Those two have secrets. I can read people and I can tell they have secrets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the 10-foot-tall zombie barbarian and the man with blood-drinking hair have secrets. Like that's his initial read.
1: Uh, was he wrong? I guess he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He knows what he... Oh, Speedwagon knows what he's on about.
0: Yeah, because uh unbeknownst to everybody maybe dio's saying this out loud i'm not quite sure is i think it's the return to the narrator yeah get we get like a history lesson of the of the backstory of our two new characters and boy is this stupid and hilarious <laughs> you have
1: to appreciate you're not to out you here but you're the history major this yeah. had to be amusing
0: this is so, Is number one, it's all made up, and it's so anti-Queen Elizabeth. That's the best part. It was just how they completely swapped the roles of those queens. It's amazing, because, like, for whatever reason, the maker of JoJo is, like, way Queen Bloody Mary. Like, he's way into Bloody Mary. Like, Painter is, like, this young, beautiful, like, wise queen, and then these two knights who are completely made up.
1: Oh, did, did you? The, I, I looked this up because it was bugging the crap out of me. Why he just invented nights with those names? I found out what they're references to.
0: They're they're music references, right?
1: Yeah, they are. Uh, Bruford is the name of the drummer from Yes, <laughs> which is the band that does the outro song. Oh, that's even better. And uh, I don't remember what was Tarkus. Oh, it's an album. It was an album from Emerson, Lake and Palmer.
0: It's it's so there we go. We got we got these. I guess I haven't really exactly said why I think these two guys are so stupid but uh, it basically paints the, 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 the Bloody Mary story in a different light, where these were the two knights of Mary Stewart and they meet with Queen Elizabeth, who's like, got such sinister. She's like, oh yes, you can <laughs> trust me. Yeah, no, no, no. If you guys turned yourself in, I'll leave her alone. <laughs> and then they just say yes. Uh, and then they uh, go to behead our, our stupid idiots. And in one of the most amazing, like they had to have known this was hilarious like they're on the chopping blocks and the execute the executor is like hey you guys want to know something funny and they're like yeah sure what (laughs) up it's like the exact words though weren't it i don't (laughs) think you're paraphrasing that's what he said (laughs) yeah he's like you you see that thing over there that's in plain view that you could not have missed and they're like yeah it's like that's that's mary's bloody head and they're both like whoa
1: (laughs) The, the the beautiful jojo shocked expression that every character shares that kind of open mouth look they have
0: on yeah, them. They're so stupid. Uh, and then they're both killed, but they both like have like Tarkas took a whole bunch of hits and apparently Blueford's hair got all caught up in the axman's feet or something. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that redeems this whole stupid bit is it then cuts to Dio who says, That story always gave me goosebumps, so I made these guys <laughs> zombies.
1: So I made them zombies. I think even they use the English word when they say zombies. I don't yeah, know if they're not in a an equivalent it's beautiful to hear
0: it's so great he's like i liked these two idiots so i made them zombies (laughs) what doofuses i then have in my notes this whole concept is so stupid that jojo has to invent a new overdrive
1: God, Which, was it this episode or is it a combination of the both where he had like seven new overdrives?
0: Yeah, it, I hope, yeah. There's a drinking game for this that will I kill need you. an
1: official count of how many overdrives he made in these two episodes. So
0: we'll keep count. So new overdrive number one, this is the Scarlet Overdrive. From what right, I can tell, shot. is just a red version of the overdrive. Uh, he uses that to punch the hair. He was trying to tear it before. That didn't work. He punches the hair and that's what destroys it. Upon seeing this, Speedwagon delivers a promo. And then, which is which is great, because you need to have this happen from time to time, a random zombie nobody noticed shows up and jumps at JoJo being like, nah, I got him. Yeah, speaking of, they never fought those zombies. They just showed up, and then we immediately jumped to fighting Tarkus and Bruford. Yeah, I guess, you know what, that's a good point. They were like, those, hey. Those
1: zombies were a non-point up until this second.
0: If you were to draw us coming out of the ground, one of us has got to do something. Uh, so before the zombie could do anything, uh, they do this as kind of like a, a power test, so to speak. Uh, Blueford's like, got your nose, <laughs> and kills the zombie by, uh, by hitting him, but leaving his nose on, on Blueford's finger. And then he like flicks that on the ground.
1: Yeah, that's where we learn like his thing isn't just hair. It's also like in human speed. Yeah,
0: so he's got, he's got big hair and he's really quick. That is the Blueford special. He then tells Jojo to 1v1 him and Zappelli is not a fan of that.
1: No, nope. that's where he like keeps chanting out to uh, Dio the whole time. He's like, give me the
0: honor of just 1v1-ing this guy, bro. <laughs> yeah, come on, bro. Which Dio is fine, but he's like, I don't want to like, waste what? my time. <laughs> I brought you guys from, oh. I made you zombies to specifically take care of these idiots. Actually, I really like the next line. Jojo admits before the fight begins that he finds it like either novel or weird that he's fighting about someone he learned about in history books.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so i kind of like that so now we have fight time which immediately is, is funny because blueford jumps towards jojo but he has both of his hands behind his back and jojo having already seen that blueford has magic hair powers assumes that he's gonna take a kick to the face
1: i mean his hands are behind his back what else does he have oh wait
0: <laughs> he's got magic hair so blueford's hair draws his sword and then he takes a big old, like almost like Smash Brothers style swing at Jojo. Jojo avoids the hit, but dodges it with such intensity that he is flung into a nearby lake, which then Blueford jumps in as well. And to continue our journey of Haman being useless, they're now underwater. So there's no Haman. Yeah, that's the
1: neat thing about this last this, this episode in particular, I think, is just how many ways the villains who have never heard of Haman before can immediately think of ways to thwart it.
0: Yeah, they're just like, "Oh, it's breathing based? Great. I'm going to either choke you, use ice magic or throw you in a lake." And it's all super effective. <laughs> yeah. So and another another moment I dig. So seeing that both uh, seeing that Jojo has already been knocked into the water and that Blueford's down there, Dio's like, "That guy swims so quick. I'm done. I'm going to go leave and make more zombies." <laughs> and he just floats off
1: he, he does the supervillain thing where it's like well i don't need to witness this anymore
0: <laughs> there's no way this isn't going to go according to plan i'm out of here
1: <laughs> which you know slight slight hit to dio's rep there but maybe at the same time you know
0: well he's not a, you know what he's never proved to be a mastermind he's just a guy of infinite flair true he's not psychic he's not psychic uh we then have a, an underwater fight which mostly is blueford I maybe he's talking underwater, but he's like, Look at you, you dummy, you're drowning. Did they even fight? Like, I remember it simply being your
1: move, JoJo, and then we had exposition again. I guess it's
0: wrong to say that it's a fight, I really wanted it to be a fight, but yeah, he, he, he basically mocks JoJo for drowning. And then JoJo's like, What am I gonna do? And he thinks back to his dog Danny and his dead dad George, both was dead trying now. to, yeah, both. I guess both of them are dead. And he's thinking about a time that he was trying to get his toy away from his dog, and his dad was like, just let the dog have it, and he'll lose interest. The way that JoJo reads this story is to swim down and not up, because he knows that he's he's boned if he swims upwards. Blueford is dumbfounded <laughs> by this.
1: You've got to really appreciate the reach he's doing on the science here. It's like, wait a minute. I know that this place is only more recently flooded, geogra- uh, geologically speaking.
0: And it's a coal mine, yeah. so there's going to be air bubbles down there. So Sonic, like old school Sonic video game style, Jojo swims down to uh, underwater air bubbles, takes only one in. Like, which is <laughs> a,
1: apparently all Hamon needs to form inside of him.
0: One tiny... He drinks in an air bubble and starts glowing blue and take your shot number two, Matt. He invents the turquoise, the underwater turquoise blue overdrive. Uh, we then see, which basically takes the form of a big blue laser beam underwater. Yeah. It's heading towards our man, Blueford. And boom, we really get a pretty good meme time where it just goes to be continued with roundabout playing.
1: Did it before he got knocked out of the water?
0: No, that's in the next episode. Episode ends with like, it's right wow. about to hit him and it and it does to be continued and the music starts playing. I love that.
1: There's a lot of overlap here. I think the next episode, we'll get there when we get there.
0: But yeah, I guess, you know, we, sh- we shouldn't go too much into uh, episode reaction. Would you like to save that until after episode six? Because these are basically just one after another. God, they, they
1: flow together so much. Yeah, I guess we have to.
0: So yeah, we get a thing that has multiple titles on VRV. I don't know if you were watching on it, a different service. So I have both Tomorrow's Courage and Tomorrow's Pluck written into uh, as, as possible titles for this episode. We start immediately where we left off. The uh, underwater turquoise blue overdrive is heading towards Blueford, who is just able to kind of swim backwards at the same rate it just scrapes him in the head. He, he like flies out of the water. It looks like it hit him, but it oh, didn't.
1: You're right. He, you needed the exposition because it looked like it hits him. It's like, oh, no, he just dodged really fast.
0: He dodged so good. He's that quick. But he did take a scratch on the, on the face. So you do see a little mark. Mm-hmm. And uh, upon seeing this, JoJo, who's now out of the water, figures that he needs to deliver a direct hit. After having this thought, Blueford and I just wrote in my notes, is so hard for this fight. He is so excited for it and he thanks Dio.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was screaming to Dio yet again.
0: Yeah, he's just like looks up with the a... Dio, who's gone, by the way. I think he looks up the general direction of where he thinks Dio was and is like, Oh, thank you for this. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It doesn't even like it's not even like it's because he's fighting an Englishman or
1: anything. No, he's just thinking yeah, think still... it would go to that angle. Like, yes, I get the slaughter Englishman.
0: No, he's just way down into the idea of just like, nah, this guy's got a good, he's got hero energy. I want to fight me a hero.
1: Like Jojo says, like he's reincarnated with uh, just nothing but lust for uh, what, it, death, destruction, fighting something.
0: Yeah, this guy's built for murder. Yeah. So then we get the fight, which I love the flow of Jojo fights because it opens with, and uh, I guess this is our third one, the overdrive barrage, which is basically just a bunch of fast punches with overdrive energy. I don't know if that i'm gonna count that as a third technique
1: it's definitely another technique he keeps pull like it, it's very um shonen is that the? yeah
0: shonen yeah very everything's shonen, named
1: yeah everything's named he's got to pull out a new one like every single turn he gets
0: yeah well the funny thing for this is that before you can even really debate the overdrive barrage jojo is quickly wrapped up in hair again <laughs> like an idiot and then blueford uses his hair to tie Jojo basically to a tree and then starts trying to crush him. The idea being that if I'm crushing him, he can't breathe, so he can't use Haman.
1: Was he drinking his blood through the hair at this point too, or is it the last one?
0: Yeah, and, and we'd both times. So okay. he's... Jojo remarks, he's like, ah, oh, his hair's getting through my, it's tearing my clothes and drinking my blood. It's it's immediately a great idea. Like, Blueford, really kind of has the upper hand.
1: And Yeah, his clothes never seem torn after this, or maybe I'm missing the nope, battle damage. Nope, they don't seem torn at all. Okay.
0: <laughs> it's like George Joestar, how he was in a carriage accident and looked fine. It's part of the Joestar match. Joestar family secret. We then get a quick moment where Zapelli and Speedwagon dare to challenge the idea of the 1v1, and then Tarkus kind of like, looks in their direction and they decide they can't help. He's just that big. He's just that big.
1: Zapelli's still recovering.
0: Yeah, Zapelli's still recovering. Like, what are they even going to do other than try to get in the way and also get wrapped up in Blueford's hair? We then get, and I just wrote, uh, the power of kicks. Yes, more kicks. So Blueford wants to kill Jojo at this point. So he uses his hair to draw his sword once again, starts swinging it at Jojo jojo decides that you know what i have muscles like i don't even know how to interpret this because he doesn't really even use him on he just remembers like oh wait i can i'm stronger than hair he then breaks out of the hair and then kicks blueford's sword
1: Yeah, there's no explanation for it It just like i guess decided what to do with his aban differently so that he could break hair
0: i don't understand how the hair broke i just wrote it's like oh yeah i'm stronger than this like yeah the hair the hair rules seem weird but yet again it's jojo you don't have time to think about things because jojo's immediately screaming metal silver overdrive our fourth yep, new technique. Another shot <laughs> yep he is and has decided the metal silver overdrive is him kicking the sword sending haman energy through his feet through the sword into blue oh i guess he wasn't using his hair because Blueford, it goes through the sword into Blueford's arm and his arm just explodes
1: Explode or melt. I remember it just dropping off like
0: liquid. It pops kind of sorta. Like okay. a like a it's gross. It's great and it's gross. <laughs> Before Blueford can really react to that because he's gotten free. He then uses the OG sunlight yellow overdrive. And generally everyone's impressed. Um, this is what he used to kill Jack the Ripper. Uh JoJo hits uh Blueford for a great direct hit with the sunlight yellow overdrive. Everyone's stoked about this. It seems great. Except for Jojo, who seems kind of bummed.
1: He doesn't like the idea of killing a historical figure.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh my goodness, I'm killing I guess someone written about an.
1: They had that, whole, yeah, he got that nice little uh yellow colored silhouette for his inner monologue there. And it was like, I don't want to kill, but wait a minute, this guy's a zombie, and he's going to spread his not, I mean, zombie beliefs everywhere.
0: <laughs> I can't not kill a zombie. <laughs> He'll just make more zombies which is great because he's like jojo has the right idea but he takes like the longest road to get there yeah <laughs> we then get a line which uh jojo reacts to uh no no one else really does but Blueford says he can handle the pain you don't even think about it at the time because jojo's
1: reaction is basically going
0: hmm? Hmm? and yeah, i didn't just... even notice it myself i didn't even think about it you had to I'd... go back
1: and see it after the what happens next to understand yeah. why
0: So he says that he can handle pain to which Speedwagon says like, what are you talking about? You're a mess. (laughs) I love him calling him a mess. Like yelling from the other side of Tarkus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Speedwagon's like, come on, you idiot. You're a mess. Blueford then attacks Jojo. Like he's going to swing a sword at him. But Jojo doesn't move. Speedwagon promos this whole thing. And uh, Blueford's attack stops basically on Jojo's cheek. Like he stops right there. It's only a light cut, and everyone does not understand why Blueford did not try to kill Jojo. Uh, Jojo then notices or notes that the reason he didn't move is that he heard that Blueford felt pain, and that means that if he felt pain, he's not a zombie anymore. An idea that I totally missed.
1: And apparently, not being a zombie meant that he now didn't want to just kill anymore like there was a lot of faith jojo was putting into one of those leading to the other
0: yeah jojo put a lot of faith in it. it's like wait a minute this guy this guy who was known to be a killer is feeling pain again that mean he won't kill me
1: if i had written down any note at all one thing in my mind that lingered from these two episodes is jojo punched a man into salvation he really did he, he punched that's what happens here it's like it's if luke skywalker could have done this to the fight with his father at the very end, there we might have a better explanation. He should have just kicked Darth Vader. <laughs> should have kicked Darth Vader. Like just punch. That's, that's how you save people. If you punch them hard enough and just the right way, you can either make them a best friend for life or save their souls. Pat
0: exactly. And we kind of get that. Uh, the visual metaphors are on point because flowers start sprouting at Blueford's feet, similar to when Jojo touched the tree. However, he is still a zombie. So as the flowers sprout, his legs melt and he falls over. Yep. Zapelli then explains to everybody that the Haman is turning him human as it kills him, which, you know, is, is, is an interesting idea. Speedwagon, however, is in love with the moment and then says the line is we basically have like he's like the Black Knight from Monty Python. His limbs have all popped. Mm-hmm. So he's like stumps looking at Jojo and Jojo's down on one knee looking at him. Speedwagon goes, he looks like a son peacefully talking with his mother.
1: Yes, okay. I remember that line sticking out to me. I was like, why that specific analogy, Speedwagon?
0: What weird conversations does Speedwagon have with his mom where that's the first thing that comes to mind?
1: They were really close, Pat.
0: was What a a weird, yet again, I love the way that Speedwagon describes things. He always has the best, worst way to describe
1: stuff. I gotta keep remembering this was the guy that Jojo happened to meet in the most dangerous alley of London who tried to mug him with a razor hat.
0: He came from Ogre Alley, which is the most- like That was what led to this character. Yeah, he he was basically odd job from Ogre Alley and now he is the promo angel. The promo Tauntaun angel of our hearts. Blueford uh, admits, uh, Stumpy over here admits that he loves JoJo's faith in humanity. He's like, oh my goodness, you are just the dumbest boy and I have to die in peace knowing that I met someone this dumb. And he kind of leans into it, too, because as he's kind of melting, he says that he's ready to die and decides to give Jojo his sword, which was named Luck. And he then paints with his own blood a pea onto it, making it the sword of Pluck, because uh, Jojo's both plucky and lucky. Jojo then remarks, as Blueford melts, that that dude seemed A-OK and blames Dio for how Blueford acted, even though Blueford had a backstory of being a generally bad person. Mm-hmm. And we we say goodbye to Blueford. I feel like he disappeared before we really had to get a chance to really fully enjoy him. But yeah, before you even have time to really think about it, uh, it's Tarkus time, baby. <laughs> uh, Tarkus walks over there and stomps on Blueford Blueford's armor, talks mess about him, and then hits the ground with his sword, which causes basically everything to like explode. And then I wrote in my notes, "Oh yeah, Poco." <laughs> uh the the kid kind of gets thrown up by the debris and jojo has to save him
1: i don't remember what happens here but i definitely remember what happens next
0: oh you you remember what happens here and you remember what happens next because the team quickly realizes that they're standing on top of a pile of leaves
1: yeah that's what i'm thinking of
0: there's literally no way anyone could see what is coming next (laughs) they notice they're on leaves zapelli turns to jojo it doesn't say anything. He no, just says you kind of do that nod. Jojo. He just says that he just says Jojo's name. And then they both striking an amazing pose. And this is, I believe, our sixth technique of the of this fight, the life magnetism overdrive, which you'd think, I don't know, would form a shield with the leaves or maybe a weapon. No, it turns into just a giant leaf that they then use to paraglide away. <laughs>
1: This is bizarre. This is bizarre, Path We are living up. And it's just it's, They make it into like this leaf shape too. They make all yeah. the leaves into this like heart leaf shape. And they just float. They just fly on it. Like it makes perfect sense.
0: We gotta go. Like Speedwagon grabs onto the back of Zapelli, Poco's on the back of Jojo. They fly off. And then the narrator re-explains everything that happens. He gives the pseudoscience of it as they uh, fly away. In something I could have lived without, Poco then moons Tarkis yeah (laughs) and then asks if jojo's an angel
1: poco's starting to become a character look out
0: yeah i know poco he's he's getting in uh Speedwagon agrees that both jojo and Sapelli seem too good to be true and then asks Sapelli, wait a minute how do you know all this nonsense it's flashback time matt
1: oh god yes
0: this this is crazy this is all one episode
1: jojo is not afraid to just not care about when it needs to drop exposition for its story.
0: This is incredible. We now flash back to a young Zappelli who had traveled to India. He meets... Hey, I don't think this guy looks shabby looking, but he meets a guy, a shabby looking... He describes as a shabby looking gentleman who was called a doctor.
1: God, yeah, no, he did not look shabby. He looked very well-groomed.
0: He looked cool. He had these yeah. neat face tattoos. So this is a guy that was using the Haman energy to heal people. In fact, he healed someone with, like, a gangrene leg. And which I think is a little sad and a little tragic. Zappelli sees this man healing someone and goes, Wait a minute, I could use this for fighting. This is this
1: before or after the whole mask incident?
0: So this would be after because Zappelli was still young. Like, this is, I guess he is looking for an answer. So maybe the, the A to B of this, it's like, Oh my goodness, this, this could be my vampire killing thing. But I just did like the reaction. It's like, Look at how he's healing people. I could use this for violence. Yeah,
1: he does. Spoiler.
0: I know. I hope you like Doctor Strange, Matt, because we put a little Doctor Strange in your JoJo.
1: <laughs> That's a good description of it.
0: So uh, he talks to Doctor. Doctor sends him to his master in Tibet, who's named Ton Petty, which I just have in my notes. Tom Petty?
1: It honestly evokes the imagery of the Tonberry to me. But you're probably right about being Tom Petty. It's
0: The music thing is definitely Tom Petty. So he goes to Tibet. He meets Master Ton Petty. And they they shake hands. And the second he shakes hands, he's like... Hey, man, future. if you learn Haman, you will die.
1: As opposed to if he doesn't learn Haman, he'll never die. It's like, what? There's no description. It's not even specific. Like, he'll die violently before your time. It's just like, no, you're going to probably die like a human being.
0: I kind of feel like that was, yeah, like maybe that was a bad translation or something like that. But yeah, it's just for it's like, hey, man, if you learn this from me, you're doomed. You're doomed, man. And Zapelli's just like, all right, well, when my time comes, sounds good to me. And uh, it is then revealed that Zapelli, this flashback was not was just narration, and Zapelli has not shared this with anyone. He thought that in his head. None of this, none of this knowledge was volunteered to the team. And he even thinks to himself, I shouldn't tell the team about this.
1: The the one episode checkoff gun being created right here.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's like we now learn that Zapelli has been told that he's doomed. And he's he doesn't want the team to know that he's doomed yet again if to, to let me know if this sounds familiar before you really have time to let that sink in, <laughs> it is then revealed that Tarkis is above them. He has jumped off the cliff <laughs> did you- did this make any sense to you this whole part on their way over there I don't understand it didn't look like they it looked like they were sailing horizontally' but what here's... this seems to be saying is that they were they were dropping, which it
1: did yeah. they were dropping no they were they were definitely sailing they were parasailing wherever they were going it was vertical it
0: was it was insane he looks like a mario boss and he's making amazing sounds
1: the only way that i can imagine this what my imagination did is that tarkas is basically sonic the hedgehog (laughs) bouncing off a flying enemy because he like hits them once or twice mid-air as they're continuing to i don't
0: know where he's coming from it's it's there's a couple of times in the geometry of the show doesn't make sense this whole, this whole fight has been between the pillars and the graveyard, and now Tarkas appearing out of nowhere. Nothing makes sense. So uh, he goes for it. Zeppeli's like, you shouldn't hit those leaves. It'll mess you up. And he's like, I'm going to hit those leaves. So uh, he hits it. It starts shredding their leaf parasail. But he does get hurt doing it. Before things get too bad, though, Jojo and the team notice there's a castle just carved into the mountain walls.
1: It was introduced in the first episode. That's the knight training ground.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't put that together. I thought the night I thought those. I thought these were different castles. But now that you say that, yeah.
1: Supposedly attached to the one we saw earlier, which did not at all look like it was on a cliffside.
0: Correct. Uh, Poco explains to them because you know he's a local that that's the old knight's training ground, and uh, everyone thinks it's a, a good idea to land there. In what I could only describe as hilarious, uh, the team. <laughs> softly lands one after another onto the castle and tarkas like a missile slams into it and crashes through the wall
1: i hear a george of the jungle scream in my head but i'm pretty sure it wasn't in that episode it
0: was so great it's just like a missile i had to i, I hate to write this note but Zapelli's the dumbest idiot as dumb as tarkas <laughs> and Bluefurter. Zapelli is now king dumbass because he sees that it goes like well certainly that's killed tarkas
1: I feel like he gets even more dumbass in a few minutes, but yeah.
0: It's incredible. Well, he's just like, I mean, I can understand his thought process. Like, well, that had to have done some damage and vampires can regenerate like Wolverine. Zombies can just ignore pain. So he's like, he's done so much damage. He must be useless. But yet again, before you really can let that sink in, shocker, Tarkus is alive. He appears out of the hole and starts climbing up at them. And Zapella yells, He he lives only for fighting. I, I don't know. I'm not I don't think I ever really got fully on team Tarkas, but I did at this point because of how dumb everyone was. I'm like, Yeah, you go get him, Tarkas. You climb that wall. If
1: only he could walk like Dio. Just ignore it, gravity. Oh,
0: he should have done that. And then you you're totally right. It's making sure that he wins so there doesn't need to be a recount. You know, we're like. If there's a certain percentage of the vote, there's an automatic recount. Zapelli won't stand for that. He needs to be king of the idiots. He points towards a door that is billowing green smoke and says, Jojo, take the kid and go in there. It has to be safe.
1: God, that green smoke, made it, in this episode at least, that green smoke is meaningless.
0: Yeah, I don't understand it either because at first I'm like, oh, maybe that's just a stylistic thing. But then while Tarkas is climbing, he sees the green smoke And he's like, yeah, I love that smoke. I know what that means. That means I'm going to win. I'm so excited. They get inside and Poco, yet again, the local, maybe he's been on the tour once or twice, or maybe he's interned. Maybe he's done a tour. Immediately says, this is a bad room to be in. We're totally in a trap. But before he could finish explaining that they're in a trap, it was totally a trap. A dog collar, or what I would call a dog collar kind of thing, comes out of nowhere Wraps itself around Jojo's neck, and uh, both Tarkus and Jojo are now joined, one chain, two collars.
1: Like his neck and torso, like it's like it's up there, like a harness.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, harness collar. I just immediate. I want to call it because in wrestling, there's a dog collar match where you mm. connect two wrestlers at the neck by a chain. It's an old school thing. So this just made me think of that heavily. Tarkus has challenged Jojo to an old school dog collar match. In, in the same time, too, the door shuts. Poco is, Jojo's smart enough, or I don't know, maybe he's flailing. Poco ends up outside of the room. So Poco, Zappelli and Speedwagon are outside. Jojo and Tarkus are there together. The narrator then repeats everything about dog collar matches that Tarkus talks about, presents zero info, and then Tarkus explains that he's killed 48 people. So I guess he's had 48 successful matches, and refers to this as a sport, of all things. It's like Blitzball.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but with more murder
0: we then yet again Zappelli. i don't you know i maybe this is unfair i want to call him king idiot again but this i just feel like the logic of the show just doesn't add up because he punches the doors a couple of times to- he punches the this door is a the few moment times, i'm thinking of yeah and he's like i can't do anything about this it's haman proof if only it were made of bricks
1: that's just yeah like wait, no, specifically he says oh no if only i had to study only haman because haman can't do destruction
0: if it were bricks so yeah, which part of this do you want to unpack first?
1: Uh, the part that there are bricks next to the door. Thank you. And yes. all around it.
0: There, It's a castle door. <laughs> just hit the bricks. Just take it off its hinges. Also, uh, Jojo literally just did the silver metal overdrive. You can yeah. channel him on through the metal, which could maybe pop it off the hinges. Also, remember when they nonchalantly punched a wall to, knock, to, to create an explosion for Poco? Yeah. There's so many ways he could get in there. None of it lived up. I was so baffled. Z- Zappelli's stock plummeting at this moment.
1: He's not even making any awesome poses at this moment. He's just standing like a normal dude, like a plebeian.
0: Maybe he's just like the, 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 the hand injury, the, the damage he's taken, it's clouded off his, his game. mind. Yeah, he's off his game. He's off his game. Uh, we then get yet another example of Haman being useless as Jojo tries to also Haman the, the chain. <laughs> which it can't, I guess, go through the ceiling or something. There's like a really dumb limitation for that as well. The villains are smart. Tarkas immediately, because he's like a billion pounds, pulls on his chain, slams Jojo into the ceiling and starts choking him so he can't use his breathing magic and then starts wailing on him.
1: What is this like, Haman countermeasure number five so far if we, we were counting?
0: Yeah, I know. They shouldn't have been like, we use breathing-based powers. Please don't think of the obvious way to beat this seeing this yet again poco not having a great episode either the kid starts uh, wetting his pants tells everybody he wet his pants and then starts like mentally turning on the team he's like man these guys are losers
1: i gotta get out of here i gotta get out of here does the flashback happen now or are we not there
0: we're almost there okay But yeah, he he basically says that everything got bad when these guys came here, discounting the fact that Jojo and the zombies were already. Zappelli and Speedwagon notice that the door that they can't get into, they've been told by Tarkus that the doors won't open until someone's dead. However, there is a big lever right by the door that they can't reach, that they have now figured out probably will open the door. There's nothing that proves that, but I mean, it it seems pretty obvious. They're like, we can't reach it. So Zappelli's plan is to climb down to try and get in from below.
1: He's got no other choice, Pat. He's (laughs) like really freaking out about that. He's tried everything.
0: He's yelling out loud, you've outsmarted us in every way. We've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. (laughs) We've done literally nothing. (laughs) So yeah, our heroes really take an L after L after L. So while Speedwagon and Zappelli are doing nothing to brainstorm. The kid notices that there are windows like cross-shaped windows that he's actually small enough to get into. He actually has a moment where he's like, "I could get in there, but why would I want to save these guys? I hate them." But before he can really think through abandoning everybody, Speedwagon has a very loud and uh a loud and like audible pity party where he's like we're so useless i'm just on the sidelines we're all doomed we're all gonna die this is terrible and that triggers our boy poco to have a flashback which is our second i guess maybe this is our second kind of flashback of the episode one after another unlike Zapelli's, this one's pretty short so poco got bullied a bunch his sister apparently everyone is terrified of for some reason there was no
1: explanation i can only assume Given her demeanor afterwards and what they did, that she is a badass.
0: She seems like it. Well, they they do the anime thing where she's like, Hey, brother, you're a coward. And she slaps him. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, What are you afraid of? What's fear?
1: That is a very classic anime story right there, you know?
0: Yeah. And she's like, When are you going to be brave? When are you going to be brave? And then he basically comes out of that flashback being like, You know what? I told my sister at some point I wouldn't be a coward. Looks like it's now. So he starts climbing for the window. Uh, Zappelli and Speedwagon, I don't even really know kind of what happened. Is I guess Poco maybe took like a running leap and they can kind of hear him belly flop on the wall. Is mm. you hear like a thud noise and then they both look over and uh, immediately they both being like, don't go in there, kid. You're just going to get killed.
1: And uh, Speedwagon gets to once again brush up on his shouting at someone not to do something suicidal. <laughs> which is just i guess his life now
0: this is speedwagon's life now that thing you're gonna do it's gonna get you killed the kid then poco crawls through the tunnel thinks about how he needs to be brave now and then you know what i take it back i think maybe he takes zepelli's idiot crown maybe we could debate this instead of sneaking into the room with the 10 foot tall muscle zombie man he jumps into the room screaming tomorrow is now <laughs> like at the top of his lungs immediately tarkus notices him and kicks him look why didn't he sneak he trusted jojo could keep him safe i guess maybe if he saw all these adults yelling over everything maybe he thought that's how life worked
1: yeah is that not just not jojo bizarre adventure physics right there
0: that's a good point oh i forgot to note while he was crawling through that tunnel he was literally doing a well, as much as I don't trust these guys, zombies are a worse option.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Because he was debating just running away from them. And it's
0: like, well, everyone's probably going to die in my town. Yeah, he's like, wait a minute. These guys can at least in theory, I haven't seen it really add up. But they seem to be zombie killers. <laughs> so I guess if I bet <laughs> on them, things could turn out better. What happened to
1: the rest of the zombies? We saw one of them get taken out by uh, Bruford.
0: I, maybe they followed Z- Dio into the town because there's, there's like another 500 people that need to be bitten and turned into zombies
1: because Dio did say he was going to go make like more of an army didn't he
0: yeah he's like yeah first this town then all of Europe and then the world Dio's got big big plans uh, Tarkus kicks our boy Poco but good for the team he decides to kick him into the lever <laughs> like dumb move from Tarkus here. Everyone's an idiot this episode. Now that I'm thinking about it, uh the kid's bleeding like all over the place. He's just a mess, but he still has enough strength to open the door. Uh Speedwagon runs in, picks up the boy, like dramatically holds him and he goes like, eh, it's not that bad." <laughs> like immediately downplays Poco's injuries and then looks over at Zapelli and says,
1: "This is the moment, man.
0: Go get him. Go get him, Zapelli." Yes, and then the meme music kicks in super early. I was so hyped for this. I
1: think this is the earliest it's kicked in so far.
0: We get so much of Roundabout. And it's about to happen. It's so great. And then, because, this is great too. Zappelli, who has hidden his backstory from the team, then decides to say out loud, if it's my fate to die here, I guess that's my fate and I'm ready for it. And he starts walking. Speedwagon hears just that and he's like, wait, what about your fate? What? Zappelli? What? Huh? And then Zappelli steps up to both Tarkas and Jojo, sepia tone, theme music. Oh my goodness, I loved these two episodes. To be episodes. continued,
1: yeah. So much happened in these episodes.
0: So many overdrives.
1: What's it? Uh, so the, uh, I gotta look it up again, but I feel like episode five, Roundabout had a remix.
0: Yeah, it was a little bit different. Okay. Man, maybe because, yeah, but so much. I. It's so funny because like, if you were to describe these things plainly, very little happened in these two episodes, but yeah. it feels like a billion things happened in these two episodes.
1: I swear that they were locked in that three man for half that episode. <laughs> Just waiting for like, well, I'm going to freeze this part of your body. Well, no, you're freezing my body instead. No, wait, I'm going to kick you.
0: It's really fun. A little deal. Like Dio wasn't really in this episode. And I feel like he, he made a really great impression. Yeah. How do you feel about him magically having ice powers?
1: It lines up with everything else he's doing. Like it wasn't. He just raised an entire army of undead by asking it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did kind of just go, "fellas," and they all kind of got up.
1: And then he like scientifically, like he did that, and then scientifically tries to explain how he controls. You know,
0: eighteen hundreds science. He's like, "Yeah, this is how this all works." Almost certain times in my head, I can almost hear uh, like Dragon Ball Z: Abridged Cell as the voice for Dio. Perfect Cell. Really? At certain times, I can see it. Yeah, it's my science. But it's crazy to see this. I just, I've just enjoyed the escalation of all this kind of stuff because Mm -hmm. it it seemed like, oh, well, they killed Jack the Ripper, so certainly it's just going to be five episodes of them fighting Dio. It's not going to (laughs) be this this madness that we get. God,
1: how much of the next like at this pace? I don't even know if Tarkus is going to last. A quarter of the next episode before we move on to something next.
0: You think like King Henry's gonna show up? As far as I know, yeah. Oh, I'd be so down for that. It's King Henry and his like undead wives as the new villains of JoJo.
1: Like now you have to fight Charlemagne's horse. Oh, that'd be so good. That'd I've jacked so- it up for you, JoJo.
0: JoJo. <laughs> Here's another story that gave me goosebumps, and I turned him into a zombie.
1: You know the story of the big bad wolf. I made my own. I'm. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, that'd be so great. But yeah, we're like in full tilt Jojo land where it's like Jojo's just going to continually come up with new overdrives. Do you think one of these current overdrives, like, do you think it's going to be sunlight yellow again that's going to get the kill on Tarkas? or do you think uh, Zapelli's going to get him?
1: If, if Zeppeli's got to die in the next
0: well, maybe he would. But does know. he does he die taking out Tarkus, though?
1: Yeah, that's the question I was just thinking. I don't know. Like, i I could never have predicted the Leaf Glider situation i love the leaf glider so much it's so stupid wait a minute something's wrong jojo we're in a graveyard oh no where did those tombstones come from they came out of nowhere coming right for us
0: we're so unobservant it's so great i mean it's really funny because as jojo gained a certain amount of intelligence in these in this one in the first episode like i feel like everyone lost a bunch in the second
1: it is a zero-sum game when it comes to the intelligence in a JoJo episode. Oh my! Someone goodness. has to have it, and no one else can.
0: It's so crazy. Uh, and now JoJo's got that sword. He's got the sword of pluck.
1: God, that sword looks so dumb, <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. It's got like two different cross guards smashed together.
0: Yeah, I, I bet it'll win you over. This show's this show's so dumb. It'll that it's probably pluck- a dub like. Yeah, the pluck sword.
1: Not not luck anymore. It's pluck, which means Jojo earns his victories yeah. instead of it just being luck.
0: You're a plucky guy there. You didn't get tricked by a queen. <laughs> that dumb those idiots. Was so dumb. <laughs> it's like, did they even say was it was a full-blown like anime nani? Like the like, nani?
1: Oh, I don't think it was, but that's that's how I remember it now, thanks to you. <laughs>
0: like they look over simultaneously they didn't ask for
1: any verification nothing to justify that for them to get lay their lives down
0: and it's like she's doing the insidious like it was like i didn't know how much i wanted to talk about that because it's like it's so stupid and so silly but like the way they draw the queen like she has like a hand over her mouth and is talking the most insidious, like, Oh, certainly you can trust me.
1: Oh, and I know she didn't. Cause once again, we're, we're interpreting other anime on top of Jojo here, but I remember going, oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was the
1: evil laugh at the end.
0: That's that kind of problematic stuff where uh, hopefully we don't b- jump into this where it's like, you're just like, oh no. Sometimes Japanese manga creators are into the wrong historical figures. Uh it
1: seems like we're at that right
0: now. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, we're 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 full into it. We're into people punching zombies. So I guess the scoreboard right now is it's JoJo two. JoJo's taking out both Jack and and Blueford. Yeah. We'll see who takes out Tarkus. Let's see if Speedwagon gets a hit.
1: I was hoping it's that um Zapelli wouldn't die until he fights Dio. At least like a Piccolo moment or something, where you know one final sacrifice to take down the big bad guy
0: oh that's a good point he is totally a piccolo see i i, I that makes total sense see i was thinking that blueford would become a vegeta mm. but no he just hands over his sword but yeah oh man zapelli's totally a piccolo he's like he's he's immediately uh, obsolescent the moment that they have him
1: he's my favorite character right now and it's even after not understanding how doors or walls work <laughs> Or his own energy, apparently.
0: God, I wish I could draw. I would have, like, the, this is... Those, the, it would be Speedwagon, Jojo, and Zapelli in an escape room. I, I'm... <laughs> God. How do we get out of here? <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. We've been yeah. defeated by this door. <laughs> in my mind, he's still
1: the guy. It was, like, one leg all the way up in the air while holding a glass of wine in the other.
0: Yeah. It, he's fallen a long way from the initial uh the guy going ho 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 ho,
1: like sauntered tip-tap uh <laughs> tiptoes over the water
0: i'm glad that his hypest moment involves him like tiptoeing running on the water it's, <laughs> it's like hit that frog punch jumping while sitting spitting wine
1: did he get to do that in the uh in the fighting game that you borrowed my ps4 for yes ps3 it was yeah
0: oh man we should load that game up again now that you kind of know this i'm
1: kind of feeling it
0: oh man i should see if they put any jojo games out in america but the problem is is like there'll be so many now i kind of want you to avoid it because like all the the other jojo oh, yeah character names
1: i'm still waiting for fist of the north star jojo to make his one episode appearance i oh, guess
0: we're so close
1: because he's in the intro and i just i realized uh, like within the past three or four episodes Everything that happens in the first two or three episodes is in that intro. Yeah. Oh, is it just me, or did the anime seem to treat a character, uh, Paco's sister, was treated in like two minutes better than Arena was over like three episodes? Oh, it
0: bums me out because I like I don't know, like, will we ever meet the sister? Is that the thing I'm worried about? Is the sister seems really cool right now, but I'm so worried that if she shows up, I, feel I like don't remember she... her. Is is she just gonna be like like Irena? Are they gonna immediately downvalue her?
1: My guess is that she's not even a character. It seemed like she was a one-off just to slap Poco. Yeah. But in those two minutes, she seemed to be treated better and more human than Arena has been.
0: Yeah, she really, yeah, she really does. She's got stock up there. She's on the tier list. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. I can't solve their foreshadowing because I honestly don't remember that. I remember how this season ends from the manga, but I really don't remember how we get there. So some of this has been new to me. Like I've forgotten. So I forgot the leaf shield. I I don't know how I forgot the leaf shield. <laughs> leaf that, shield, like from Mega Man. You're right. That's yeah. kind of what it's like. The beautiful magic of the leaf shield. Oh my goodness. All righty. Well, I I love these two. How did? Yeah. It, I feel like JoJo's getting better with every episode.
1: Each episode is getting more and more bizarre, living up to its namesake. <laughs> it's they're getting crazy. It's like the first episode was nothing but building up, and now they just. No, we're throwing everything that I can at you right now. Nothing, nope, nothing called pacing is going to stop me.
0: It's so crazy to think that we're. This is only episode six, and the episode where it's just Dio and JoJo hanging out in the house feels like it was a million years ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. Oh, we got three more episodes of this JoJo story, believe it or
1: not. Oh, so Tarkus we- can't take up a whole other episode. There's no way.
0: Oh, man, you're against Tarkus. You don't want too much Tarkus.
1: Well, we <laughs> too- got to move on from Tarkus.
0: Too much Tarkus. <laughs> Spoil the broth. But yeah, so there we go. We'll see what happens in the next two. Uh, and then it'll be a uh, new Jojo.
1: All right. I'm looking forward to that, too. Looking forward to finding out if the anime is any better at telling me where that hair ends and hat begins.
0: That's it- Jojo 3. Oh, really? I re-listened to our original thing. That's the third Jojo. There's a one between them. Yes, because season one of the anime covers JoJo's one and two.
1: Oh, I did not even expect it in between JoJo. You're well, going
0: to get a bonus JoJo. All right. That you weren't intending to get. I wasn't. I hope you're ready.
1: I hope you're ready. I, there's no way I'm ready. There's no way you're ready. It's JoJo's I'm, Bizarre Adventure. My body's not ready.
0: We we. It's the hardest show to predict. It's the most insane stuff. And I'm looking forward to our next uh uh, look through so yeah we'll catch you again in 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 another week with two more episodes of jojo all right i guess that's the anime book club Uh, closing the book